You recording right now? Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Are you really doing homework on the podcast? No, I'm not fucking doing homework. What are you doing? Mind your business. I'm here. What did I you say up. before we started? You lit no this nigga dead ass busted his MacBook out just because I had because you tried to you tried to stunt I'm not stunting this shit's on every single week on me and now look mine is on this week my boy Devon is on to talk about the uh, the supernatural my superpowers (laughs) December twenty first happened baby educate them yo I did not know about that until you told me because you're not. Without Nigga, I made the water no teleport. You literally no were like, when did that water get there? I'm also off a of fucking Adderall. So, like, things get by me. I wouldn't be surprised if you were doing homework on the podcast right now. I mean, I could. The more you mention it, the more I'm just going to want to do it. You shouldn't. You should so, so give yourself gonna, so a mental break. So, I'm not going to do it. So, don't do it. I'm not. You keep fucking uh, making it seem like I'm doing it. Just take a sip of this real quick. Cheers, bro. My boy brought me a fucking Mandalorian mug. Let's get it. Cause my girl's rolling that loud pack right now. Is it, is it good? I said, is it Godiva? It's not. They make hot chocolate. They make hot chocolate. <laughs> we both still live in the hood. We I both came out of choice. We're privileged. <laughs> we, we decide to live lower. Are we always going to live in the hood? No, I'm trying to find a sugar mama to get me out. If I'm being real with you. You trying to find a sugar mama? Seeking arrangements. I have one that I can't mention right now because she's a school principal. <laughs> you, you laugh. I'll show you text messages right now. I want to see. We don't, like, it doesn't have to be on the podcast, but I just want to read it. I believe you. I just want to see it for like comedic purposes. Okay. How old are you again? Twenty-two. Yo, that's real deal, sugar mama shit. Like I can't, I can't even say sugar mama with a serious face because I'm like close to thirty. Not me. Yeah, he's like I'm, I'm young and I'm ready. Baby. What? How far would you go? Dead. Not like sexually. Like what would I'm you? I'm banging the fucking cobwebs out her. If yeah, fucking, <laughs> raw dog. If, if she's giving me enough money, yeah. Are you impregnating her? Huh? She can't, if, if she gets pregnant, oh well, I guess shit happens. I'm fucking in the will now. <laughs> she thought she trapped me, I trapped her. Fuck it. But it's usually the old white bitches that give it to the dog, so I gotta be careful. I said some like, it's not racist actually when it's coming from, I, this, this is gonna piss a lot of white people off, but I feel like it's not racist. Fuck them. When it's coming from us. All teens. But I legit was so, I was in a road rage earlier, bro, and I straight up was like, white bitches just can't. Like, I went in a full-blown road rage and said a bunch of, like, very nasty things about this this woman who was just, like, driving very irresponsibly and almost killed me and my girl. My grandmother's white. For real? Yeah. So I'm sorry. Wait, what type of white? British. For real? Yes. Okay, so she doesn't count. But I literally was like, and... Obviously, I don't mean this 100%, but I literally was like, white bitches can't drive. You're getting the Armenian. They're not white, though. That's why I asked I mean, you. like, they're Middle Eastern. Yeah. yeah okay. And, like, you're Portuguese. I thought you were going to go with the Portuguese route. I don't Portuguese even really think Portuguese. They won't say they're white. I, but I wouldn't even consider Portuguese people white. 
If you got the skin of a milk bone, you're white. A milk bone? Yeah. What is a milk bone? A fucking bone made out of milk. <laughs> Yo, this nigga. A white ass bone. A bleached bone. If you got the skin of the fucking milkman, you're white. Alright, that's fair. If you got fair. the skin of a black man, you're black. Thank you. You're welcome. That's why earlier I said what I said. But you still have like, powers. I do. I made the water appear on the table. You literally looked at that shit. Don't try to turn back on it like you didn't say it now. Because you looked at the water and you were like, when did that water get there? You saw what I do. I know. You saw it. You just fucking... My boy just like, you're my sugar mama, and then it's just like a psychic thing. Jedi mind trick. Yo. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 52 of Jimmy's Diner. As usual, it is brought to you by Solita Soap. My name is Jimmy. chug it and then make you chug and that'd be like a persuasive gift you realize that life would become X-Men if that December 21st shit actually happened you know the X-Men movies fucking sucked but I still like them they don't suck the X-Men movies sucked they don't suck the X-Men movies absolutely sucked I, I feel you so I respect poorly. no so I respect that you said that you still like them but I, I I agree with you to a certain extent. Like I think X Men Three sucked. I think the one where they fucking fucked up Deadpool sucked. Wolverine. I think all the Wolverine movies sucked until Logan. To be real, but X Men One Phoenix? and Two were fine. What do you have to say about the Phoenix? Trash. Exactly. They, all right. X Men One, X Men Two, X Men Days of Future Past. Fire. X Men One. Corny ass acting. Right. I love them. Holly Berry's fucking scene. Let me eliminate one. When it gets electrocuted. Two and Days of Future Past are like the perfect X-Men movies. Fire. Okay. But if December 21st happened and we were... Okay. If we all legit were gifted, the government would like try to find a way to like... You ever watch that show? What show? You gifted? No. You like the X-Men? That's a whole show based off the X-Men like, universe. I think FX had it. Was it good? I liked it, yeah. Better than the movies. I feel like the government would like, not to not to get all woke, but I feel like the government and white people would try to just like enslave us. Listen. Again. But they'd be, I did it once. Now, now it'd be like. I'll do it again. What? Leave at midnight. <laughs> Can you all right? You need to explain to the people who are lost, the uncultured people, what this what happened on a t- on December twenty first. You need to break it down. Jupiter, Saturn, they aligned. Um, and our black DNA was woke. You know, like if you have African descent in you, your DNA was woke, and <laughs> it was just it was your time to shine. So where did this stem from? Like who who black Twitter is a motherfucker. I need to get back on Twitter. You do, because 
black Twitter is they're reckless, and the white folks were not happy. Why? Because they're of white. course it wasn't about them. Yeah. And all oh, you guys are being stupid. And everyone's like, shut your white ass up. <laughs> like I told that woman earlier. Exactly. The funniest shit about earlier is that I went into a full blown rage and then I calmed down. Or I thought I calmed down, and I thought it was like cool for like my calm, mature self to be like, "White bitches can't drive." Do you agree or disagree? disagree? You think some some white women can drive, but I feel like a lot of white women can't. They just they can all drive. They can all drive, all of them. Not the one from earlier. Oh, they can all drive. She was reckless. Where is this getting at now? Yeah, I feel like you have like a punchline. I don't. You don't like drive you insane. Drive racist, huh? I'm not being racist. I'm fucking with you. They drive you insane. They drive you insane. Thank you. They're fucking crazy. That's another thing too, though. Whatever you want them to do. That's true. As long as they're in love. I feel like you fuck mad white bitches. As long as they're in love. You whatever you want. Fuck mad white bitches. I could tell. My father is a dog and. Delete. <laughs> no, no. Do not say this. Yo, this shit is unedited. <laughs> my father's a dog. Uh, <laughs> my father dated someone who was on Flavor of Love before she was on Flavor of Love. Get the fuck out of here. Well, he went on a date here. with her. And he's trying to remember what her name is because when you go on Flavor of Love, they change a the name. And even like the name, like besides Yo. like Pumpkin and everything, like the other name that they give you isn't your real name. And I think it's like the Warwick, right off the highway. They were driving, and his car broke down, like right at the light on the highway, like right in front of Jefferson. It's it's near Jefferson Boulevard. I think so yeah, where like the same exit as like the Motel Sixes and yes. all that shit. Wow. So right where the highway ends, and there's that light right there. His car broke down. Mm-hmm. And, and he fucked her. No, my father's a scumbag. Okay. There's no other way around it. My father is like. I'm like Jesus, like, and he's, 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 like, he's like the spawn of hell. And this man looks at her and he goes, damn, one of us is going to have to push. And it ain't me. And he was only fucking with her. Like, he, my, my dad has a bad sense of humor. Yeah. And now I see where you get it the from. The bitch got out and started pushing. And my father was like, yo, is she really pushing it right now? So he wasn't going to get out. He's like, if fucking Hercules is over here pushing the shit, I might as well steer it into the fucking gas station. And white bitches. So she was, was she a sugar mama or no? No, she should go. In a way, you're like your dad, though, because you're finding, now you're finding. I'm better than my father. You're like a, you're like a more evil genius version of your dad. That's a better way of putting it. Because now you're searching for a way to make money off it. Yeah. Nice. College bills to pay. I got arrested from that protest, and the next day I was sent like fifty dollars to go get breakfast. I was like, I literally eat like. Who sent you fifty dollars? Sugar, sugar mama for breakfast. And I looked at it, and at first I was like, you don't have to send it to me. She's like, what's your cash app? I was like, you don't have to send it. She's like, and she was just like persistent. She's like, what's your cash app? And I was like, oh, here it is. And then I check, and I'm like, it says $50. Dude, her pussy was probably throbbing at the fact that you were protesting. And I was just like, I literally, like, survive off a cereal. She obviously supports Black Lives Matter. She's black. Get the fuck out. That's what surprised me. Not only is she black, but 
No, I'll tell you this after. I can't. I can't. It's too much exposure. I can't. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. I won't put all the out there. How old, at least? Um, can't say. 40s? 30s, 40s? I would say 40, like early 40, mid 40s. But you know, black don't crack, so I can't really tell. I'm actually very surprised because of the fact that you did just make a point that like white women will do anything. Black women, however, they're like more. They're, they're loyal. They'll do shit for you if you're loyal to them. But like white women are just. But they'll like, complain the whole fucking time. Yeah. I'm like before you I'm even ask, get, they'll I'm be like, put so your pants down. I'm going to suck your dick before you even ask. Exactly. I'm going to get a lot of shit for this podcast. I Why? It's yo, you. I have angry women every week, so welcome to the club, welcome to the party. I'm an innocent child. You know, I texted Lexis about what I should add to the ad this week, way earlier, and she just texted me back with all this shit, and I'm just, not, I can't do it. Shout out to Lexis, by the way. Me and Devon met through my ex slash BM, and then we oh, ended Lexus. up being on a two a.m. Live. And that was until like 4 a.m. It was. She, she would like lose connection. And it's, <coughs> she lives in it was in the middle of the pandemic. She lives, she lives in Woonsocket. And what, fault for what do two niggas with mental health issues do at 2 a.m.? They go on a live and talk shit about Woonsocket. Then you probably feel bad about yourself. You talk shit Socket's about Woonsocket. Yes. She gets so defensive over one side. She does. I don't get it. Like, what the fuck is in there besides heroin? There's literally nothing. Their downtown looks sad. I don't know why I was over there one day. They're quote-unquote downtown, but it just looked like... They have a theater there? Yeah, they do have a theater there. There's a bookstore that I think has been closed for like the past like two years. A Domino's on the corner. think like a barbershop near the white dominoes they probably and i don't trust white people to cut my hair i'm so sorry i was just like, gonna say they probably push your shit back i i can't trust white people to cut my hair i don't blame you i've had like, one person i've had one white dude cut my hair and he pushed my shit back and i was like i'm not doing this again he's mad weird for you how do you feel about vaccines right now i'm not fucking doing you're not going to do it at all. I'm not doing it right now. Why? So, one, I just, it, it was made too quickly for me. I don't even get the flu shot, so there's that. You've never had the flu shot, period. Maybe when I was younger, but my father is very much against it because my little sister got the flu shot and got, like, deathly sick. What? So, yeah. That shit's supposed to only give you, like, some symptoms. <clears throat> up being in the hospital. She was just sick. So my father was like, yeah, no. My father doesn't play. It's just me and my sister, his two biological kids. Yeah. When it comes to us, my father will fucking, like, go to jail. And he was in that hospital bugging. And ever since then, no flu shot allowed in that house. So now looking at the COVID vaccine, I'm like, okay, global pandemic. I understand that it's necessary, a vaccine, but they made it way too no, they did. Like, where's the vaccines for everything? I else? swear to God, they legit said it would be we would we wouldn't have a vaccine till like 2022. 
and now we have it at the, at the end of 2020. And I understand, like, hard times, like, necessity creates invention. Yeah. So it's like, I understand maybe they maybe they could have. Maybe it does work. I don't fucking know. I'm not fucking testing it. Because all these old people get it first. Like, all the healthcare is getting it first. But it's just something. And plus, I've been exposed to fucking COVID, like, four times already. So I haven't caught it. I have my super you don't think you've... <laughs> you don't think you've ever had it? I had like, we bad, had a discussion the other day. I had day. a bad cough for, like, a month, but no other symptoms. And I have allergies, and it was around allergy season, so I'm like... I hate that I have allergies, bro, because my... Hy- like, you listen in, and you know me, so you know I'm a hypochondriac. And, like, anytime I have allergy symptoms, like, just earlier, my girl probably is just sick of me at this point, that part of me, where I'm like, yo, like, I asked her, I'm like, have you been coughing? And she gave me this weird look, like, no. I'm like, is your breathing okay? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm like, I wake up, I have common allergy symptoms. I'm like, fuck, I have COVID, I'm going to die. My first thing is I Google symptoms. And it tells me yeah, that's the, that's the second. Like, I, the first thing is I question myself, then I go on Google thinking I'm going to be, like, okay, and then it makes it so much worse. I usually get distracted by Google, though, when I go on because, like, they have, like, those little things at the bottom, and it's, like, I end up reading, like, ten articles before I remember that I'm sick. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm cured. <laughs> I, I got distracted myself into being cured. Yo, it's a Google is terrible for you when you're when you're when you have anxiety. Period, because you're just like cough, then you Google it, and it's like COVID or cancer. lung cancer. And I'm like, okay, either or sounds great. Tells me I've been smoking cigarettes for ten years, and I believe it. I've never touched a cigarette in my life. Never. Never. Wow. I just quit. Not just quit. I quit. Like. Couple months ago, crack. you not nah, for real though. Are you admitting that right now on this podcast? Listen, I need to know. <laughs> Yo, I make way too much money to do crack. So, all right, what would you do then? Oh, crack is, whack. Crack is cheap. So, what crack would you do? Cheap. What would you do? What's like the what's like the bougie drug that you would do? You make fucking money? cocaine. All right. Look at Rick James. Have you done coke? No, I'm too broke to do coke. <laughs> too much money to make to do crack. Too broke to do coke. Weed. I get really anxious. Nah, me too though. So like, my friends laugh at me because once I'm like too high, I get really quiet, and you'll see me in the corner like, "Who's plotting on me right now?" Yeah. That's me all day. Like I'm like, if I had a gun, like someone's getting shot. That's logical though. Me, I, I'm I'm more dumb with it. Like I'll feel my heart start pounding, and it get and I like focus on it, and then it starts pounding faster because I'm focusing on it. And then I'm like, bring me to a hospital. I'm too headstrong. So if I'm not in control of my body, like I remember I took an edible. It was me. oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't even want to tell this right now because I know if my sister sees it, she's going to fucking pull up the videos and they'll be all over the fucking internet. I love it. But it was me, my mom, her friend, and yeah, it was just us three. And my sister's dad the one is the one who gave us the edible. Mind you, like, I barely smoked at the time. I still barely smoke. And I never had an edible before. This motherfucker gives us a cookie. It was like just a bar and gives me a piece that's like this big. I'm 
I fucking know when I was on. That to shit's a, a lot. I was supposed to take a bite. Oh my I god! I fat ass saw a cookie and I'm like, ooh, this looks good. And I fucking gobbled that shit in like two seconds. He calls like ten minutes later. He's like, gone in the back of the car licking the windows yet? I'm like, what? Like his shit's weak, like punk bitch. I'm talking bad shit in the back of the car now. I'm like weak ass fucking weed punk bitch. You can't fucking make yeah, a fucking takes edible. takes forever to kick in, bro. I didn't know that. Oh my god. I'm the sheltered ass fucking kid from Cranston. My dad fucking kept me sheltered from all that shit. So it hits my mom's friend right away. She knocks out in the car. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like she's already sick, so like she eats edibles just to make herself feel better and everything. And we get back to the house. Now she's like up and my mom falls asleep on the recliner. So I'm like, all right, whatever, punk ass bitches. <laughs> like y'all can't fucking handle shit. Like that this shit ain't fucking doing anything to me. I'm steady talking shit in my mind, and all of a sudden my phone goes from right here to right here. <laughs> and I'm scrolling down Facebook like this, not realizing that I'm like this, and my eyes just dro- I felt a whole wave crash over me. And like it was like a cold chill kind of. Yo, nah. So once that wave crashed over me, my fucking eyes dropped, and I'm just smiling. And I'm like, why the fuck am I smiling? So now I'm talking to myself in my head. Having a full fucking conversation, I'm like, don't smile, everyone's looking at you. So every time I told myself not to smile, I would crack a smirk, and I'm like, you're smiling. So just going back and forth with myself, oh I had this dumbass smile on my face the whole time, and then I stuttered real quick, and I'm like, what the fuck? I never stuttered. So then my mom's friend calls my sister, and my sister Tayana is like, what? Devon Ty? And I'm like, me and her can't stay serious together at all. I could be fucking shot if I see her walk by me. I'm fucking cracking up and then dying. But she fucking goes on FaceTime. She looks at me and she goes, you're high? Ah! And starts laughing and she has this loud ass ignorant black girl laugh. And it fucking sets me off. And I'm like, please stop making me laugh. Like, sound like fucking sheep. And she goes, you're fucking stuttering like an idiot. And fucking starts laughing again. I'm like crying now, begging her to stop. Oh my God. And I can't stop laughing now. Now I'm stuttering and my mom's like, yo, shut the fuck up. But now she's laughing. So everyone's heated with me, but we can't stop laughing. I'm like, yo, like something's really wrong with me. So now my mom's too high to fucking go and get her boyfriend from work. And my mom's friend is like, oh, like I can go, but I just need Devon to come in the car with me so I can get directions. So my mom had a two-door Solara. I have bad motion sickness as it is. My mom's friend was sick and loses feeling in her feet if she gets too cold. So the windows are up. It's a rainy day, too. The windows are up. She's blasting the heat. And she goes, all right, where do we go? I'm like, at the right, take a left. And she's like, what the fuck did you say? Oh, my God. I'm like. This story's giving me anxiety. Right I'm now. like, at the light, take a left. So then I was like, you know what? We were at the bank earlier. I said, it's right across the street from the bank. So she's like, all right, bet, fine, I know where we're at. So we get there, and I'm like, fuck, now we have to call him. So I call him, and I'm like, Jose, we're outside. He goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I'll explain it to you when you get in the car. So he gets in the car, and now I have to get in the back seat. Motion sickness kicks in because this motherfucker's driving now. So I tried to explain it to him, and then out of nowhere, I felt like I was going to fucking throw up. And I'm like, yo, it's fucking hot back here. So now I'm panicking. 
I didn't know where the fuck I was. I'm like, slow the fuck down. You guys are kidnapping me. Reached for my phone, tried to start calling the cops. They had to snatch my phone. Oh, my God. I, yo, <laughs> that, so, you know the fucking exit to Hartford Ave? Yeah. This motherfucker's flying on that exit. So, I'm like, yo, like, slow down, speed demon. Oh, my and God. And I was starting to call the cops. They snatched my phone. So, when we get out, like, he, we get to the house. He parks the car. I get out, and a fucking raindrop hits me in my eye. So, all of a sudden, I closed both my eyes and thought I was blind. So I grab onto him and I'm like, Jose, I can't see. He's like, Devon, open your eyes. I was like, would you Yo, fucking tell someone so who's in a wheelchair bad. to walk? <laughs> I was like, would you tell someone in a wheelchair to fucking walk? I was like, I can't see. You have to fucking bring me in the house. Oh my God. So he's like, all right, fine. We get in the house. Fucking panicking now. My mom's like, go take a cold shower. Me being the fucking smart ass that I am, I ran every fucking possible scenario that could happen. I'm going to go in the shower. I'm going to take a cold shower. Fucking slip, fall, die. They're gonna come in the bathroom. I'm gonna be naked. Every scenario was every dead. every scenario. Every scenario ended with me dying and them coming in finding me naked. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna wear a bathing suit into the fucking like some swimming shorts into the fucking shower. I was like, nope, because I'm gonna go reach for the fucking shorts and the whole fucking dress is gonna come crashing on my head. I had to lay down in bed until like the next morning and woke up high again. Yo. Never do an edible. Never again. That was you on an edible the first time. Not the first time. The first time I smoked weed, for some reason, I was fine. But I think I was with the right people. I'm learning more <clears throat> in the last year about weed and, like, what weed you should smoke or shouldn't smoke if you have anxiety or this or that or whatever. But, like, when I first smoked for some reason with my boys, I was straight. It was, like, good vibes. We played GTA. I, I, didn't, I also didn't hit it as much as I did the second time. The second time, I took big-ass hits, and it was just, like, clearly not agreeing with me and my anxiety, bro, that I... It was just... It wasn't inedible. My shit was more... Even more on some, like, pussy shit. Like, I straight up was asking everybody to please call an ambulance for me. I thought the cops were coming after me the first time I smoked. Bro, I wanted the cops to come get me. In my head, for some reason, I thought... Oh, my God, I need the EMTs or whoever just to, like, police, fire, and rescue. I need you to come pick me up right now. I was drinking. Every time, I'm, every time I smoke, no matter if I'm paranoid or not, I got to drink mad water. When I have anxiety, I need mad water. You noticed that at the mall the other day, probably I was drinking, like, I need water every single time. Holiday shopping gives you mad anxiety, though. Yo, it's the best. And this bitch talking about fucking COVID testing in the mall? <clears throat> How you feel about that? Do they have it in Prague or not? I think it's in Warwick. Just Warwick. But you know what? Like, there's so many different places that you can do it. That's like, just more lines in the mall. More lines in the mall. And then there's people who are going into the mall to get tested. Okay, so let's say you think you have symptoms. You're going to go into a mall that's full of, let's say, 6,000 people on a busy day in the mall. And that can that's just a small amount. Like, the yeah. mall holds a lot of people, and there's no max capacity for the mall. Just stores. So that's 6,000 people. One person comes in, feels like they get sick. Like, that they're sick, so they go to get tested. That person takes down their fucking mask to get swabbed real quick. Or maybe they don't even have their mask on, because some people are fucking dickheads. Yeah. Now, COVID is, like, playing telephone with people. Mm-hmm. Fucking bouncing from one person to another. And next thing you know, the whole fucking mall is infected. Like, I think that... Having the COVID testing in the malls just created more of a hot spot. 
than it already is. And you have the fucking convention center right <coughs> there and yeah, the Dunkin' Donuts center that you can fit thousands of people in. I don't get it. She's trying to make it more accessible. I know mad people who, like, I know there's mad people out there who fucking get tested every week just for the fuck of it. And it's kind of ignorant. Like, unless you have symptoms, then I don't know. Like, well, healthcare providers have to. Like, I have friends who work in nursing homes. That's and they have different. To every week, but, like, that's there's different. some people who are just like, and I get it. You're anxious. You want to make sure you're yeah, good. Yeah, but, like, fucking like, hang in there, bro. Pop a Klonopin or some but shit. But, like, if you're staying home, what the fuck do you have to really. Pop a pill and relax. I'm afraid to pop pills. My first time. Get the fuck out of here. Anyways, I'm afraid to pop pills. I don't like to pop pills. Last night was a special occasion. I would be afraid to pop. You would be afraid to pop like a Xanax or something, though? Something calming? I never. Xanax is dirty. All right, let's talk about like your doctor. Like you have bad panic attacks. Your doctor prescribes you like Klonopin or like. I don't even like taking. Fair. I went from not, I went from being like that to like, if I'm having a really bad panic attack, I'm popping a Klonopin. Prescribed though. I have a dog. Yeah. Emotional support dog. As soon as he sees me like about to have a. a yeah, but what if you don't have your dog with you? Well, that's when he fucking is just. Riding it out. Riding the wave. Nah, I can't. What happens, happens. I try my hardest not to take one. But in situations like, for example, me being on a plane, I'm like, don't yo. Don't be a pussy. Bro. Don't be a pussy. Nah. Don't be a pussy. And they don't even do shit to me. Don't on my way a back plane? here from D... Nigga. A plane? You could do planes, like, just straight up? Yeah. Nah, I can't. I need a chaser. I need a, a chaser. Yeah. Like, I need a chaser for the plane. My first time on a plane, though, I watched everything where a plane crashed. And what? Part of my anxiety is making myself more anxious. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, me too. That's everybody with anxiety. Most people. So, me and my dad were going to Arizona, and I watched when Aaliyah died. I watched 9-11 videos. What the fuck is wrong fucking, with you? I read about Amelia Earhart. I was watching Final Destination. Did you watch uh, Tom Hanks fucking uh, Castaway? Castaway? You should have. Wilson? Yeah. You think I didn't fucking watch Castaway? Yes. Every single last thing where a plane crashed, I watched it. We get to that airport, and I looked at my father. I said, I'm not getting on this plane. Mind <laughs> you, I think. I was young. I was young. I was like, I'm not getting on this plane. He's like, what the fuck do you mean? I was like, I'm not getting on. I said, the plane's going to crash. So now I'm acting like the dumb white broad in fucking like Final Destination, fucking freaking out in the airport. I'm like, the plane's going to crash. I can't get on this. Like, I don't trust this. Like, it's going down. Yo, tell me you seen the video of that dude bugging out I have in the airplane. James, look at my skin color. This is post 9-11. My curly ass hair, my skin color in the airport, talking about the plane's going down. Yo! <laughs> and my father just shot me that look. And my dad, my dad has that look like, I will fucking kill you. And Yo. he like just shot me a look like, shut the fuck up. And get on the plane. I'm like, the plane's going down. Like, I can't go on it. Fucking drags me on the plane. And I'm sitting in my seat like this. Fucking sitting up so straight, looking at the person next to me. Like, don't fucking touch me. Like, mind your own fucking business. <laughs> like, 
get me out, like, just get me to Arizona and get me off the fucking plane. Yeah. Oh, my God. My dad's like, it's like a roller coaster. I'm like, I don't even like roller coasters, motherfucker. That's me. Like, he doesn't like Why roller coasters. Why the fuck do people think it's okay to tell you I that? I like roller coasters now, but my dad... Like, nah, from my father say it's like a roller coaster. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't get on roller coasters. I still don't like roller coasters, bro. I'm good. I got on Superman for the first time. You're crazy, say. and I'm good. Like, two years ago, I was fucking nervous farting the whole time. I was with my friend Jaylene. Nervous farts feel mad good. No, them shits were funky. Nah, but they feel good. Obviously, they don't smell good, but they feel good. I thought I was going to shit myself. It was over quick, but, like... You ever have anxiety and like have to shit or it makes your anxiety worse? Whenever I was going to get my ass whooped as a kid. Yeah. I still have that though. As soon as I knew that I fucked up and my dad was on his way home, I just had a pit in my stomach and I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom now and I'm going to hide in the bathroom for like two hours until he like lays down and wants nothing to do with me. It didn't work. But like... Like, I'll have a panic attack at work. I'm in the middle of a fucking haircut, and, like, I'll stop the haircut right then and there to go drop a deuce, because I have to, because if I don't, my anxiety attack yeah, gets no, worse. Yeah, no, you're not taking shit and finishing up my hair. I Just, will. No. And I'll come back and give you the sickest fade. No, fuck that. You don't even fucking leave me. Go take a shit. I can't even stand when my barber stops cutting my hair to pick up the phone. People say that, and, like, it don't, just... Don't go for a cigarette break. My barber used to... Start cutting my hair and then go for a cigarette break. So I'm fucking going with like half my hair fucking shaved right here. And the other half curly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in the fucking chair like looking at everyone else. Like That's hey. why I have mad anxiety about picking up my phone. And like if I do, it's like, like I throw it back because I hated that as a client. And I think people are thinking that fucking 24-7. And they should. That's mad like, like ghetto. Like that's like a ghetto barbershop thing. Just like you pick up your it? phone. Who? Spanish people. Yeah. Just, I'm not even mad at you right now. Spanish people. I'm not I even mad at you I had my hair cut by right black now. people and they will give you their attention. Except for when they're talking to another black person in the fucking shop. But Spanish people, they don't I am not even mad at about you. you. And then they'd be snatching your head all the way up. I'm like, yo, I'm fucking tender-headed. Like, Snatch your head all the way up? Yo, if you don't look a certain way they want you to, that's like... Oh, I do that to move, kids. Move this way, Poppy. I'm like, yo, I do stop that to kids. touching my face, man. I swear to God, I do that to kids. Yeah, no. no. I'll do it while the parents looking, too. Like, I'll be like, oh, your, your kid's not going to fucking pay attention? I don't oh, give a fuck. I hate kids. I don't, even, I don't even like cutting kids, to be real. I fucking hate them. And I can't my, stand them. Bro. I could probably get fired for this, but I had this I little could, Asian I'm not girl. I'm going to get fired, but. And I had this little Asian girl running around my store one time. I think she had to be no more than, like, or five. Oh, you gotta bring up that she's Asian. Just, just to let you know. <laughs> I always like giving descriptions of people. <laughs> and Yo. she was running around my store, and I told her like twice already. I'm like, you can't run behind. Like, you can't run behind my register. I like, hate when they don't listen. You can't run behind like around me. Like, stop running my store. It's not a fucking jungle gym. So the next time I saw her run, she tried to run by the register, and I stuck my foot out and I tripped her. But, like, luckily she didn't fall all the way. Like, she just stumbled she and she caught herself. Though. She fucking should have. Yeah. Learned her lesson. But she stumbled, and she looked back at me, and she's like, sorry. I'm like, yeah, learn your fucking lesson, little girl. Bro, let me tell you something. I just went through something today. There's kids at, little niggas at barbershops, bro, they're just, like, over the top. 
And it sucks. What makes it even worse is that I feel like I'm at a point in my life, and I think it's once you become a parent, you'll get it, where I already used up all of my patience for the week on kids on my kid. So if someone else's kid is acting up, it's a wrap. I want to, like, kick them into the ground, like, into the depths of fucking hell when they act up. And it's because I just used up all the patience on my kids. So, a.k.a., I hate every kid but my own. Obviously, like, family members and shit. Nah, fuck the family members' kids. Nah, I'm good. Like, nah. I'm I. It depends. There's some family members, like, distant, distant cousins and shit that come over and fuck with your shit. I'm like, yo, I'm literally going to shove, your, shove you back up your mom's vagina. And it's going to hurt. I had a cousin stop talking to me because I told her her kid was ugly. Nice. I don't like that shit that there's no such thing as an ugly baby. I don't like it either. There is absolutely such thing. I think all babies are fucking ugly when they first come out. They're a fucking ball of mush. I don't care what you say. My daughter was cute, though. She was probably a ball of mush, James. Nah, she was cute. She was she was oddly skinny. And then when she was, like, fucking... She was a ball of mush maybe, like, when she was, like, three months old. I don't like that squished-up face and the gray shit. It, you look, it looks like fucking, like... An alien coming out of it. Oh, egg. when they're first born, yeah, they look like and a the, fucking pile of you shit. You know how many fucking people are like, oh, it already looks like I'm like, no, bro. Who the fuck does I'm it talking look like? like after that, when they get cleaned up, some of them look cute. A lot of them. When are they're ugly. first coming out of the vagina, they all look ugly. Yeah. A lot of them are fucking ugly. And my cousin showed me a picture of her baby one time. She's like, oh, look at my baby. And black people have a thing where it's either you say bless your heart or look at you looking like you're looking. And it's not a compliment. Yeah, I've heard the second one. Bless your heart means you're stupid as I've fuck. I've heard the second one. And that's, <laughs> 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 like, that's all it means. If a, if an old black person tells you, like, oh, bless your heart, child, or bless your heart, baby, it's like, you stupid as fuck. Get out my face. Yo. But it's a polite way of saying it because yeah. they're, like, they're people of God. I got to tell you because, you because it's a mutual friend. and that, Yeah, it's a mutual friend. When Alexis had Alexandria when she was in labor, and even before labor, she, she like, made me promise. I didn't promise, but she, like, tried over and over again to get me to promise that I would not look down there. And I would just keep saying, like, all right, I won't. I never promised. That day, I just couldn't help but keep looking. And I instantly regret it. She was 100% right. I shouldn't have looked because it was just traumatizing. But then I cried. But it was like I was confused between crying over this beautiful moment and crying over the fact that, like, that can happen to a vagina and how much it would fucking hurt. Like, I just imagined, like, the pain, bro. I don't give a fuck how much they inject you with. The epidural, Have you ever seen whatever? the fucking procedure for an epidural? Yeah, I was there. You, I, that whole fucking needle sticking up. I was there. I'm very squeamish. They also told me not to look at that. I peeked over a little. I was like, yo, that's a big ass fucking needle. Things like needle. that make me squeamish, but I love watching pimple popping videos. I don't know why those are fucking soothing to me. It's gross as fuck, but like, Dr. Pimple Popper, that's my bitch. I can't watch shit like that. What? You just said you're squeamish, but you watch shit like that. Blood. Blood is what makes me squeamish. I don't like it. And that's why I had to change majors. 
I could. What were you doing before? I was gonna go for CSI work, and then I realized, like, oh hey, I have to like be blood everywhere. I I'll fucking I'll pass out right on the fucking scene. I'll be like, ah! yo, it's over. I can't do it. What was I gonna tell you? Oh, yo, these annoying ass kids. So, quick story. Before I tell you what happened today, I was cutting this dude's hair, bro. And the whole haircut, he's fine, having a fucking good-ass conversation, vibing, whatever. However, he has two demon-ass niggas, white, running around. The, I had to add that. Running around the shop, fucking bouncing off the walls, bro. Literally, like, just tearing the whole house down. Like, it felt like I was at a fucking Hell in a Cell paper. Before we say anything else, you want... You know that's always the white kids, right? Yeah, always. Because their parents are not... Like, if I was acting like that in a barbershop, it would be two seconds, and then I would get my ass beat right on two the spot. Two seconds is too long. Right on the spot. Two seconds is too long. I would get tossed into the back room, and then just... My dad my dad or my mom would look at the barber, the owner of the establishment, and be like, yo, can I use your back room for a second? And you would just hear trauma that would later cause anxiety. You knew better in a black household because you got the speech yeah. in the car. You better not fucking touch nothing. Don't look at nothing. I struggle nothing. now because Alexandra's half white. I'll get to that later in the story. No disrespect. I don't think she, I don't think Alexis ever listened to this podcast, but white people handle it the way they handle it. Let's keep it a buck. We handle it very, very differently. I'm cutting this dude's hair. This was this wasn't this wasn't today. This is like the origin story to my story. So I'm cutting this dude's hair. His kids are off the wall. There's a fucking sign on every single barber chair that says in writing, "Don't stand on the part of the chair that you put your feet mm-hmm. on." This nigga, one of his kids, is using it as a like if it was a fucking trampoline. So he keeps doing it, and his dad's not saying anything like a Caucasian father. And I look at the kid. And the fucking, you know, like, naturally, I'm like, yo, can you stop doing that? His father just, like, shut down, vibes were off. Next couple haircuts, he comes in, he sees somebody else. He was heated at me. So he comes in today. His kids are running around, running around, bugging out. The whole day, by the way, mind you, Alexandria, like, this is what I was getting at. Alexis being white, she parents differently, which is fine. I respect it. I don't, this is just... My opinion, we're entitled to our opinions. White people parent differently, not saying it's wrong, but we parent a, we, we parent a certain way, our parents parent it a certain way. So she likes to test me a little bit, and she likes to try to see what she can get away with because she gets away with other things elsewhere. And she kept coming out. For, I, told, I tell her to stay in the back room because it's COVID, obviously. I'm like, yo, I don't want you out in the barbershop, whatever. So she comes out. A couple times, and I'm like, yo, go back, go back, go back. Like, I had to keep repeating myself. So these kids come in, and I'm like, I already know that if she's been coming out the whole day, she's going to come out now while these little niggas is wilding. Because she's going to think, oh, these niggas is wilding. I'm going to go out there and start mm-hmm. wilding. So they're bugging out. She fucking tiptoes out into the barbershop. And I'm like, looking at her, and she's walking past me. And I'm like, can you go back and go sit down? And she just ignores me. And it got me so tight, bro. I stopped my haircut. I pick her up. I bring it to the back. I fucking, like, legit dramatically put her down. I didn't, like, slam her, but I, like, dramatically put her down. And she's like, Dad, why'd you do that? And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And she's like, I just want to play with the boys. And I'm like, 
No, you don't want to play with those. I literally, bro, I bugged out. And I think the dude that was getting his hair cut, the dude that was cutting his hair heard me because he started laughing because we all know that the nigga, the father's a fuck nigga. That's mm-hmm. a different story. I literally look at Alexandria and I'm like, you don't want to play with those boys. Those boys are stupid. You want to be stupid? <laughs> she's just like, no, I don't want to be stupid. And she like started tearing up. I'm like, all right, calm down. You're not going to be stupid. Just sit back here. I'm almost done. Look at you. You're a fucking punk ass. You could you could have keep going with it. Nah, but so like that was t- it. So you see the tears? I see, done. Nah, I see so the tears. You- I'm like, nah, I, I tap out now. But it was like, bro, I was so I didn't give a fuck if the father heard me or not, but I literally just had to let her like that was my moment of letting her know. You may be half white, but that doesn't mean you have to be all white. Them niggas are dumb. Their father's not doing shit to them. That mean later in life they're gonna be fucking shit. Little fucking shitheads or whatever. You're not going to be a shithead. Just I fucking. I can't even lie because I did it. You did what? I had a nanny. It was my. So I knew with my father not to play that shit. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I know where by, you're getting I at now. I by my I father's a... side. When we were in the store, I would rarely ask for anything. Like, if I knew that he was in a good mood, I'd be like, hey, dad, like, can I have this? And sometimes I get a yeah. Sometimes I'd be like, boy, shut the fuck up. You had a white nanny. And. It was my grandfather's ex-wife who, like, still wants to be part of my life. So, like, she would take me on weekends or whatever, mm. bring me to, like, Cape Cod during the summer. And Putting two and two together, I feel like this white nanny or white ex is, like, a, your new sugar mama. Uh, no, 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 no. You sure? Positive. Okay. Positive. I just told you she's black. Yeah, but you could have multiple sugar mamas. No, no, no. Okay. That's, that's the we'll investigate this further. But, um, no, we're not. <laughs> business. Mind the business that pays you. Um... <laughs> But I think we were in, like, Target or Walmart, and I wanted this one toy, and she told me no. And I was like, this bitch just told me no? So I was like, all right, I see this shit on TV. Like, let me practice this real quick. I dropped to the ground and start kicking myself through the aisle. And I think I was, like, four or five. Mind you, I'm a tall-ass four or five-year-old. Yeah. Kicking myself through the aisle, bumping into all these other white people. Like, I don't give a fuck. Move. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on the floor. Move. You're in my way. She goes, Devon, get off the floor. I turned looked at her and said, did you just yell at me? Oh, no. I was like, I'm telling my father that you hit me. She said, I didn't hit you. I was like, stop hitting me. You're hurting me. <laughs> now the whole story... <laughs> Is turning, looking at this white lady with this black kid, like, yo, who the fuck is like old slave master hitting little Kunta over there? So I'm like, she's hurting me, ow, ow, and then she grabs me by my arm, I'm like, I don't know you, let go of me, fucking bugging. I wasn't allowed at her house for like four weeks. Nice, but um, you know, black kids, we try to get away with it. We see little white kids get away, and my dad told me before, he's like, don't let little Timmy get you fucked up, and he used to tell. My father still to this day will tell anyone. He's like, that was his name too for like little white kids, little mm-hmm. Timmy. He's like, don't let little Timmy get you fucked up. He's like, because I'm not their father. Mm-hmm. And my dad didn't care where we were. He did it not kill so little funny too, bad guy. In my in my little moment of like a baby blackout, I earlier I, one of the things I said was I'm not your mother. And then I literally in my head I was like I shouldn't have said that. She's gonna repeat that, and then there's gonna be a discussion. Yeah. But it's true though. Is it? There's a there's a difference between how th- that little Timmy but shit is the most accurate shit. You know what? I was. I, I don't even want to get into education right now. I'm so fucking burnt out from school. But it's 
it's rooted within slavery. That was one of the big studies that I was working on. Um, so with slavery, you know, like a big thing that I focus on is epigenetics and transgenerational, um, like emission of trauma. So it's like, how does trauma get passed down to their children? Like, mm-hmm. can we still feel the effects of slavery? Mm-hmm. In short, that's mm-hmm. what I'm studying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will tell you, like, slavery's over, like, get over it. I'm like, bitch, what? Like, it's not. Like, well, it's over, but, like, the effects are still there. And one of the things that we were just talking about, like, how I mentioned earlier, like, the black kids knew, like, stay by your mom's side. And that's because we were conditioned from slave times up until now. Like, say that you're a slave mom and you're working in the field. You see the slave master coming by, you say... Get over here. Stay by my side. And the kid knows, don't go running over there with masses kids because you're going to get sent inside. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the house Negro and then possibly sent off. Mom never sees you again. So by staying by her side, it protects you. So then you have to look at how it started getting passed down as like kind of like an unspoken rule at first. Like even after slavery was done, like kids stayed by their mom's side because now it's segregation and like still racism there, so like you could get snatched up and lynched. So now we're so conditioned to stay by our mom's side, and then other black people still look out for the other black kids. Like I could be standing in line right now, and you're there with your daughter. I see her running around. I'm gonna shoot her. Look, like you know your father's gonna fuck you up. Yeah. And all black people do that like subconsciously mm-hmm. because it's something that was passed down like from generation to generation. Like. We know to look out for another black kid, let them know, like, yo, your ass is going to get whipped. And that's just something that, like, stemmed from slavery. And then um, another thing that I study is how, like, how we were going to talk about um, mental health. Mm -hmm. So this is a little segue into it um, with the black parents, like, how black moms are known for degrading their kids. I don't know if Spanish moms do it too. Hell yeah, bro. Are you kidding me? Black black moms are known for degrading their kids. Like, oh, you're you're dumb or you can't do shit right. And, you know, like, not growing up with my, like, I grew up with my father. My mom, like, I lived with my mom up until like four and then my dad took me. So it's like, my mom was just, hey, sis. Like, that was my sister. And going over, like, seeing my siblings and everything, hearing how my mom would talk to them compared to how my dad talked to me. My dad didn't allow you to say the word stupid in the house. You weren't allowed to, like, degrade each other because words have effects. So if you tell someone they're stupid for so long, they're going to start to believe they're stupid. And my mom had a bad problem with, like, telling my brother and my sister, like, you're stupid. Like, I can't stand you pieces of shit. And that's because my grandmother did it to her, too. Yeah. So then as I got older, I'm like, yo, like, she like this like does she fucking hate her kids like I, I was really starting to wonder because I'm like why like it was starting to affect me badly I'm like why does my mom not like us like every second she gets she tells us how much she can't stand us or, but then like on Facebook she's like I'm so proud of my kid he's almost done with college and I'd be that always I'd, happens I'd comment on like bitch fuck you fucking, <laughs> I, I comment on her show all the time like fucking delete this shit <laughs> so then as I start to look more into it you know I um I found this one professor, Dr. Joy McGroy, and she started talking about it more as, and it just, like started to open my eyes more onto how it was, and I stopped being so angry with my mom. I was able to like kind of move on mm-hmm. because 
you have to think in slave times, like how <coughs> I mentioned earlier, how like the mom would be like, get over here, like so that slave master doesn't come and get you. You're in the field with your mom, and your mom's working hard. You're trying to work hard, and the slave master comes over and he co- looks at you, and then he looks at your mom and he goes, "James is over there looking real good working. He's gonna make me a lot of money someday." So what does your mom do? That boy can't do nothing right. He's dumb mm-hmm, as hell. Mm-hmm. He can't work, and he 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 wouldn't wow. be worth your like anyone's money. You you wouldn't get much for him. Yeah. To try to push the slave master away from selling you so that you can stay with your mom. But then as slavery started to end, it was still deeply rooted into mm-hmm. our tradition, like degrading so that mm-hmm. protection. Like degrading wasn't meant to degrade back then, it was meant to protect. And you know, the black kids didn't know that, but the mom knew like straight away in her heart that that's what it was. Yeah. So then you have to look at modern day times, and it's like, say, me and you are at a sporting event. Um, let's say my mom is the white mom, your mom's the black mom. And you look over, like your mom looks over to my mom and like, oh, hey, like Javon's on that track doing really good. And, you know, like he's the captain of the team. And I heard he's doing really good in school. And, you know, you must be so proud of him and he's doing great. And my mom's like, yeah, I'm so proud of him. And, you know, he's just like his father and his uncle and the whole side of the family just like boasting me to seem better than what I am, too. Like she's just uplifting me. Then my mom turns and looks at your mom and is like, well, what about James? You know, like, I see that he's, like, number one in the state. And, you know, like, I heard he's graduating at the top of his class. And your mom goes, I wish that boy could do the same in the fucking house, like, clean the house as he's as yeah. in, like, school and whatever. And you're like, yo, like, why can't you be proud of me? But then if the white mom were to be like, but are you proud of him? It's like, well, absolutely. Like, I love that boy with all my heart and blah, blah, blah. I just can't stand when he does this. So it's something from slavery that got passed down but started to lose the meaning as time started to change. That makes sense. So for us as younger black kids, we have to start looking at history, understanding history to be able to start evaluating our mental health, understanding why our parents are like this to, I want to say, educate them more to understand, like so that they understand how damaging they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe things will change. Maybe things won't change. My mom's stuck in her you fucking ways. Yeah. But, you know, some parents are open to hearing it. And, you know, it fosters a better community at home as to where if you don't say anything, then they're going to continue calling you stupid. You're going to start believing you're stupid. Now you have, like, bad, like, self-perception of yourself. So definitely looking back at history will help you understand today's mental health. I literally... I agree with all that. I literally just said today, I'll even show you, like literally just said this morning to my girl's mother, the exact words, times change, people change, ways, quote unquote, ways change. I feel like sooner or later, parents have to change their ways. They, they, you know, whether they want to or time forces them to, and then in turn, they end up wanting to genuinely. I don't think, you know, I mean, this year especially, and I feel like it, it's 2020, and this is the part of a podcast that gets, like, deep and, and not really on the goofy side anymore, but that's that's what happens every week. Like, 2020 specifically, like, everybody spends a lot of time, like, being like, oh, this, it was shit. This year was shit. But I feel like I realized so many things this year. And one of the things I realized 
and I'm I kind of like obsess over it because it was such kind of like a breakthrough is like we I don't know I don't know if you're the same way but like I saw a lot of the things and a, a lot of things my dad did and my mom did and particularly my dad a lot of his ways back then that changed over time when you know it took it took a big conversation between me and him but even before then like you could tell you know as the times changed he started to make adjustments to how he parented and how he was and towards his kids and shit like that and you know like i i spent a lot of my time resenting him for a lot of these things but then i started to look at his, i started to look at it especially this year from his perspective of like well why did he do the things that he did because he had his own trauma because he had his own trauma and his his dad has had his own trauma and, mm-hmm. and it just continues to get passed down over and over and over and, and over exactly again. And that's exactly what the um, transgenerational vision yeah. of trauma is, you know, like how do we stop it from affecting our kids? And, you yeah. know, I commend my dad all the time. Like anyone who, yeah, asks, hell yeah. anyone who asks about I'm my the dad, same like, exact way. like you heard me talk about my father, like that's the, the first thing I do is say that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. And at first... And he won't tell, he'll fucking tell you, I hated my father. I used to. Yeah, I used to. Really, yo, that, yo. Man, <laughs> that man will tell everyone to this day. He's like, he, he still says I plot on him. Yeah. But you know what? Like growing up, like how I said, like he didn't allow like certain words in the house, like stupid or like mm. anything like that. And I grew up with like two older stepsisters. I fucking hate Anne Magalis. That bitch stayed at my house. But like growing up with all them, like I fucking hated being around them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like. I was the youngest. I was always bullied. And the first thing that came to my mouth was, I'm going to fucking call you out your name. Like, I'm going to make sure we all get in trouble now. Yeah. But you know what? Like, my father ended that shit. And, you know, like, he would tell me all the time, like, when he would whip my ass, he's like, I'm only beating you because I love you. He's like, I'm not doing it because I want to. Yeah. He's like, I'm doing it because I love you because I don't want you to be a fuck up. And he would, like, I want to say a couple days later, like, after, like, I'd be, like, punished, he would just come and talk to me and be like, you know, he's like, I'm trying to give you what my father couldn't give me. He's like, you know, my father would fuck us up for anything. And it's like, he would fuck them up. And he's like, I'm not over here abusing you. He's like, you know, like, if you do something that warrants an ass whooping, he's like, I don't want to see you, like, acting up. He's like, you have to have, like, some kind of reinforcement in it. And I always commend my father for just learning, like, from the mistakes of his father. Mm -hmm. Like, he wanted to be there. Like, as soon as he knew that I was going to be born... Everything changed for him. He stopped selling weed. He made sure, like, he was always working. If he had to get to work and he couldn't fucking find, like, $2 for the bus, that man was in the park finding quarters, pennies, nickels, anything he could do to make sure I had a better life. And my father has always made sure, like, I had a good life. No matter, like, he could be walking around in his fucking underwear. As long as I had clothes, he was happy. And, you know, like, he definitely learned from his mistakes as to where I feel like my mom is still struggling because she had the ass end of my grandmother. My mom was the second oldest, but, like, the oldest in the household. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother was ruthless to her. It's like, you know, my mom was a young mom. I don't think she was ready to be a mom yet. And she was just stuck in, like, the partying phase. And that's why I kind of look at her as a sister because, you know, the way that we grew up (laughs) together. But, you know, um, she just didn't learn from the mistakes of her parents. And she's starting to repeat it. And, you know, I fear for my siblings. Like, my brother, wow. like my second youngest brother and my sister. 
because they're going to end up just like her. And, you know, like, I'm worried for them. I hear that 100%, bro. 100% on the mom shit. On everything, but on the mom shit. That shit was scary because that's 100% accurate. The, th- the problem with, with uh, my mom and a lot of old school parents, like, acro- across all cultures, especially, you know, foreign cultures from, from, you know, other countries and shit, old school, OGs, like, they, a lot of them still don't believe in anxiety or depression or by, or any type of mental illness and, like, the biggest... Pushing your ass out my face. Yeah. That's what it was. My mom legit, like, still to this day doesn't, doesn't, no, I don't believe in any of that stuff. Just pray, just do this, just, I'm like, yo, fucking talk to somebody, and you know what? Growing up, even with my father, as much as I say, like, my father is great, this and that, like, as bad as I was suffering when I was younger, never talked to him about it. And I saw my dad suffering. Like, when my uncle killed himself, it was my godfather, my dad's best friend. My father lost his, like, he just wasn't himself. I saw him every day starting to slip away. And mm-hmm. this, it was around, like, this time of year. And finally, like, I ended up spending Christmas at my mom's house, but um, he ended up having to go to, like, mental hospital I didn't know that until like I was older but like he never talked about it with me like he never let me know what was going on and then that's when I started to start like suffering from like bad like anxiety bad depression and one thing that always got me was as bad like as me and my mom weren't together my mom was always my mom like no one could tell me anything about my mom like when I wasn't living with her I thought she was the greatest person in the world yeah because I didn't really know her as a person and I used to watch like, my siblings' parents be on, like, my siblings' dads be on my mom. So it's like, that would always play in my mind, because I was the oldest, and I was able to still remember that. Mm -hmm. To the point where, like, I broke down, like, I think I was in, like, third grade at Eden Park. I just had a bad mental breakdown one day, and I was like, someone's beating my mom right now. And, like, they had to pull me out of class, because, like, I was just shaking. And I don't think my mom ever noticed, because, like, I remember driving right over by here my dad was driving back to Cranston right where the highway is to get to Cranston and like to go to Hartford Ave my mom called my mom's like why is Devon school calling me and she called like I got on the phone and I'm like are you okay and the first thing she did was why the fuck would you tell your school that like this is happening like yeah (laughs) I'm literally fucking breaking down right now worried about you and the first thing you do is spaz on me and it's like they don't understand the mental health effects that go into it and, yeah, you know, no, like, don't. not having They're anyone to deniers. talk to because the fact that, one, black men shouldn't, like, be sad or, like... And not that my dad ever really told me that. My dad always, like, made a safe haven, like, for me. Like, if I had to mm-hmm. talk about, like, anything that was going on, but, like, he never, like, openly said, like, hey, like, if you need to talk, come over to me. It was more or less, like, hey, dad, I'm feeling like this, and then he would talk. So it's just... Making sure that, like, your kids know that you're there for them and understanding, like, hey, like, I know mental health is a real thing to make sure that they know that they're not suffering alone because so many kids from a young age, too, like, they're suffering. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They think they're just sad for the moment, but then sad for the moment turns into sad for days and then for weeks or whatever. Yep. And they don't know what's going on to the point where you start to see your own kid change. Like, now to this day, like, because of the fact that I didn't have anyone to talk to, I love being alone. I will lock myself in a room for, like, fucking three days at a time, and I'll be the happiest I am. But everyone else thinks I'm depressed. I'm like, no, it's just, like, I learned to cope with things alone to the point where, like, being alone is, like, 
fucking heaven sent right now. Like, being yeah. around you guys is aggravating the fuck out of me. Like, honestly, hearing your voices make me anxious. But, like, <laughs> it's, like, things like that. Like, you know, I like, feel that, if you're forced to cope alone, you start to enjoy being alone because you learn that, like, you're all you have at the end of the day. Yeah. So just making sure you have someone to, like, talk to, making sure that you have someone who's, like, just kind of like your anchor in a way to make mm-hmm. sure that, like, you're good. Yeah. That always helps. This shit just got deep quick. I'm still looking at precious on this dude right now. Are you serious? I'm being so serious right now. Don't judge me. Why? I love precious. Can we get Can we get a precious impression before we end this? I don't think it's time yet. You have to. I don't think it's time yet. I will. I will before we go. I will. <laughs> this is a great movie. <laughs> this whole time, like we've been talking, like I've been trying to stay serious. And yeah. I don't know if you saw me crack a. Well, th- this podcast, is, this podcast, like gets serious, but it's mostly just goofy shit. So you're at the right, you're in the right place for it. He's like, don't put me on the spot. This is a good fucking movie. Mariah Carey looked like a crackhead sister, though. It wasn't a good. Movie. I don't like Mariah Carey. <laughs> I do not like the Mariah Carey. Do you like Beyonce? No. Okay, good. No. Solange is better. Alright. I have very That's the worst Christmas song of all time though. What? The Mariah Carey Christmas song. You think that's fucking what the worst She wrote that song and so many people like everyone thought that that was like an old song, and she made it fucking timeless. Morgan like, Freeman could have wrote that song. She sang off. it. Don't piss me off, Morgan. Freeman. I don't. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. He's God. Don't. You don't like Morgan Freeman? I do, but you fucking think. Don't disrespect. No, me. I'm saying Morgan Freeman could have written that song, no, but the have. fact that she no, sung have. it, I don't like it. Who was? Be- because she sung it. Yeah. So you're a fucking hater is what you're admitting. I just don't like Mariah Carey. You're admitting that you. you Why just, do I have to be a hater? That you're a hater because no. you said because the fact that she wrote it. If no, Morgan no, because she sang it. If Morgan Freeman wrote it, because she like sang it. it. She has the fucking voice of an angel. She doesn't. Not currently, but she had the voice of a fucking angel. No. I think she's so annoying. <laughs> I'm so dead ass. I'm not even trolling. I don't I like Mariah Carey. I'm not. <laughs> I wish I was. How do you not like? I don't. You probably like Ariana Grande. No. All right, good. I also I think she's annoying as fuck. I can't She's so annoying, and I feel like she gets away with so much shit. Are we just going to forget the time that she licked food? Like, she licked donuts? Yeah. How about the fact that she, like, legit, practically almost, like, black-faced, bro? But that went under the rug because she's Ariana Grande. What? Also, I find niggas who like find her attractive very, very creepy. I won't say she's she ugly. Looks, huh? I won't say she's ugly. She's not ugly. She's not ugly. But she looks like she's eleven forever. It's because the ponytail. She, she needs it's to grow not. It's just her. Grow, she needs to grow up. It's not the. It's not just the ponytail. The way she dresses. It's her face and her voice. I find niggas who find that Nickelodeon show pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I find niggas who find Ariana Grande attractive very, very creepy. I'm sorry if you, like, not, I find niggas who obsess Obsess. over Ariana Grande creepy because she looks 12 forever. 11. 
I'll even say 11 forever. Ariana Grande looks and sounds 11 forever. If you obsess over her, you're creepy, and you probably like 11-year-old girls. I have a serious question for you right now. Go ahead. 90s J-Lo or 90s Shakira? Shakira. I asked this question at work, and everyone's just so obsessed with fucking J-Lo's ass that they weren't looking at Shakira's face. I'm like, Shakira Shakira. had a nice ass, too, but like... There's something about... I'm... Nah, I go over the top on this podcast all the time. There's something about just being able to, like, nut in two seconds because a girl's face is that beautiful. They don't lie. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yo, my boy Ant would actually appreciate the shit out of you because we had, yo, we were both getting so equally heated. My mom had Shakira's whole discography. I don't know Ant's story. He's been a Shakira fan from day one, though. But, like... Bro, we had this, just this heated debate with everybody because, like, you know, it was so annoying. 90% of people were up fucking J-Lo's ass at the Super I'm Bowl. I'm not a fan of j One, the fucking Super Bowl with her sucked. I don't think J-Lo can sing. I don't think she can perform. I don't think she's a good but, artist. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. And Shakira is just, like, way better in so Shakira's many different areas. She can play different instruments. She can dance. She and can she's sing. more attractive. Thank you. But for some reason, still, there was like 90% of people were literally like, oh, J-Lo, J- like, bro, shut the fuck up. Oh, J-Lo killed it. Like, Shakira's lucky to have shared a... S- Nigga, shut up. You know who else looks good? Who? Mariah Carey. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You know what, though? Like, I respect your opinion. You're not going to disrespect her. Like, there's, I no, just, there's no way. I don't. I there's don't, no way. I find her so annoying. How? I just do. Her voice How? is annoying. Not as annoying as Ariana Grande. And the niggas who obsess over her who probably watch TikToks of 14-year-old girls. Oh, I was like, I, I, I used to obsess over Mariah. That's fine. At least she doesn't look 11. This is true. Mariah got some big old tits, though. I think that was my problem. She does. You know, I thought I was like 2 chains when I was younger. I used to call myself Titty Boy. My dad dated this one. You do look like a titty guy. Yo. When I was younger, my dad dated this one chick, Corey. And Corey, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. You already know. She tells a story to everyone where she thought I was the sweetest kid in the world. I Every time I saw Corey, I would hug her. And, like, I was, and you were just... I, I was in third grade, and this is when my dad first met her, and I was always hugging her. Let's get it. And I know where this is going. Corey's like 4'11". I was like 5 feet at the time. So I would hug her, and my face was always in her tits, and she thought I was the sweetest kid. She would always tell my dad, Devon is so sweet. I love him. He's always hugging me. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, he's real sweet. I'd be like, yeah. And then finally, <laughs> like, dad, my, my, dad, my dad would just let her like go with it for a while. And then finally, like she's like, oh, I just love that he hugs me all the time. My dad's like, you fucking know why he's doing it, right? How old were you? Third grade, so I was eight. Bro, I was a little horn dog, too. But this is, what, this is what's so ass backwards about my life. And I've said this before on here. I, I'm a late-ass bloomer. I lost my virginity when I was 17, but I was a horny-ass kid when I was, like, eight. I don't know if you're the same. You can you can say whether or not you lost, when you lost, whatever. I lost my virginity mad late compared to other boys and kids in my fucking schools and shit. When I was in, like, middle school, it was, like, fucking 12, 13-year-old kids. Like, oh, yeah, I did. I'm, like, I don't even know you what see- that is. Middle school, but I thought that was way too like freshman year of high school. Okay, but like when I heard people in like fifth and sixth grade, I'm yeah, like, I'm like, wait, what? Like, 
I was a I'm, soft ass I'm nigga. I was like, I'm playing like wait guitar. Yeah, though, like, exactly. I'm trying to live my life. But I don't. Thinking back on it now, like how was I? I was like eight years old, like doing shit like that. Same shit. I would have. I would be watching fucking Disney Channel with HBO after or Cinemax after dark fucking on last until my brother ratted me out. You see, I, I was I was a very good kid. Not me. I can't. Except for like middle school, I got caught with my dad's porn. Middle school is when I got caught with it. If my dad caught me watching porn, this is the good. This is the dope thing about my dad compared to my mom. If my dad during this part of my life, I wish I also lived with my dad because they like my mom. My mom and dad. My first though, my my dad is Dominican but also Puerto Rican, and my mom's Dominican. So AKA they're divorced. So yeah, exactly. So I live with my mom for a bit. My mom. My mom found out I was watching porn fucking on the illegal little black box and shit that we used to all have. Mm -hmm. She found out I was watching porn on that at night. Fucking full-blown ass whooping. My dad, however, if he found out I was watching porn, it would just be a a discussion. Listen, if you're going to do this, put a condom on. He would have told me that at eight years old, and I would have not known what a condom was until fucking 17. But he still would have said that. I fucking wish that's how the conversation went. I (coughs) was grounded. By your dad. Yeah, because... My fucking little sister Jasmine was in my room. I fucking hid the shit under my mattress. Like, I had a mattress and a box spring, and I would fucking hide the disc, like, under the fucking mattress. Jasmine was laying in my bed. She fucking pissed my bed. One, like, I'm like, why was she in my room? So she pissed my bed. They go to change the fucking sheets. With my luck, they fucking find the shit. So my dad was like, your sister could have found that. I'm like, why the fuck was my sister in my room if she has her own room? And I fucking got in trouble for that. Shit. Yeah, it's probably the way you reacted, I, though. I didn't react anyway. You, you're a little sassy, though. No, I, with my father? No. Yeah, I believe that. Nah. No, my dad, legit, I wish, looking back, like, my mom, sure, she, she, yeah, she had every right to, like, whoop my ass, but I'm just saying, if my dad found out I was watching porn at that time, instead, he would have sat me down knowing him, and he would have been like, listen... He would have, like, asked me questions. He would have been like, did, what did you do? You know what the first you... video I saw was? What? Freak Nick. What? Freak Nick. What is that? You don't know what fucking Freak Nick is. You're uh. not black. Freak Nick is when... I, I mean, I'm think... technically black. You're not black, black. Okay. You didn't get powers. I got powers. You didn't fucking get powers. I did. You didn't get powers. You didn't even fucking know what was happening. I didn't. Exactly. But... <laughs> How do you not know what Freak Nick is? I don't. Why don't you just tell me what it is? Black people are raunchy. Okay. Just And southern black people are really raunchy. Have you ever seen, like, Jamaican parties, like, when yes. like, they jump off a fucking ladder and they're, like, yes. swimming? <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, you're not hurt? Like, yo. what? Freak Nick, like, it's kind of like a PVD fest. I don't know if they do it in, like, Atlanta or whatever. But, like. Oh, this is an event. Yo. Fucking people just like random strangers grabbing up on your pussy and shit and like, like you don't give a fuck. I'm like, you know what was part of my, you huh? know what was part probably part of my trauma is that my mom used to throw these crazy house parties and I used to watch my cousins get grabbed by the pussy like left and right and I'd be like, what's happening? This just happened. Yo, you can't like touch I would your literally niece. yeah I li- exactly <laughs> like I would be walking around and and like. I just didn't get it. Like that was that was that had to have been part of my trauma. Just walking around a Dominican family party at fucking five years old 
and be like, why is that uncle grabbing her pussy? And why is that uncle grab? And I would just be like, what's happening? It, what are they doing? Is this like, what? what is that? Is that a way to check something? I don't fucking know what it was. I was so confused and bothered. I was like, what the fuck? Why is it so hot? Why is it 12 and is there school tomorrow and there's mad niggas in the crib right now? That's one. You Spanish people party too fucking long. I, I'm good. I, I can't. I came out like my, I don't know. My dad is like, I came out like my dad. I feel like generation after generation after generation. And my grandfather, even my dad's dad, even, he was very relaxed. We're just very relaxed. We're not like that. It's just Dominicans will party until like 7 o'clock in the morning. And for no reason. It. I don't get it. For there's no times reason. I can do that. There, there's times that I can do that. But most of the time, I'm in bed by like the fucking. The only reason I was up until 7 o'clock today is because, because of homework. Other than that, I'm fucking knocked out by like 4. There was another reason too, you know I'm, that. Mr. Pill Popper. Oh, I'm not a fucking pill popper. You it was are. it was one time. And I said I was up until 7 a.m. for one reason. <laughs> Don't fucking put my business out there. What the fuck? <laughs> Anyways. You're gonna hit me up fucking, when you get home. Yo, can you edit that out? You fucking Dominicans just party too much. I can't. I can't do it. I got the hookah right there and everything. Of course you fucking do. Because all fucking it. Dominicans do is lie. Smoke hookah and fuck their cousins. That's so, it's oh the truth. Oh my god! It's the truth. I didn't fuck any Dominican cousins. woman act fucking naughty all year, so Santa Claus brings them coal for their hookah. Like, maldita sucias. This nigga, man. I didn't Otis. fuck my cousin. Yet. No. Maybe I'm she's that, your cousin. Maybe. I don't know. But she's yeah. Armenian, though. You could be Armenian. There was a very almost Dominican situation at one family party. You see? Almost, you though. You see? Like, I literally was like, oh, that's my fourth cousin. Oh. Okay, never mind. You we won't go in that closet. Dominicans don't care. No, nah, I cared. Like, I was about to be in a closet, make-out session, you know, nothing crazy. And then I was like, oh, that's my fourth cousin. Never mind. The rules that K-Verdians follow... Let me backtrack. Rules that American Cape Verdeans follow, because I can't really say anything about the motherfuckers back home. They fuck their cousins. But you don't date anyone with the same last name. Like, anyone that has, like, a last name that's within your family, you don't fuck Can we be 100% honest? I feel like, like, I'm just going to make this assumption. You just said that about Cape Verdeans, Dominicans. There's a, there's a long, there's a long-running joke that there's, you know, pretty factual that they fuck their cousins. I am going to go as far as to say that in every culture, there are people who fuck their cousins. White people are the it. only ones. Hold on. White people will go the extra mile fuck and sister. not only fuck their cousins, but fuck their sisters and then impregnate them. You can't just say white people, though. History shows that black people did it. What? Egypt. Full of fucking inbreds. Wow. Okay, never mind. You I stand keep, corrected. You have to keep the bloodline pure. Well, the Alabama shit is crazy, though. Egypt Egypt was before Alabama. You have to keep the bloodline pure. That's why all the motherfuckers had, like, club feet and... Wow. The British do it. The British still do it, actually. Wow. I think the queen and her husband right now are cousins. 
because nah, I had a I had a I had a white dude thought it was fun. It was we were both of us and it wasn't serious, but he thought it was funny to be like, oh, like you're Dominican. Like oh, he was in my chair. He's like, oh, you're Dominican. You guys fuck your cousins. What's that all about? And I'm like, you guys fuck your siblings. Fucking and white people raided the them. world for fucking spices for how many years and don't know how to use it. Like, yes, that is white people true. should not make fucking jokes about race with anyone else when there's so much shit about them. Yeah, yep. I can't. I love and white I, people. I do. I love white people, but I. I also cook them. You're no, you know you're a cool-ass white person when I say I can't stand white people around you. Alright, we need the fucking precious right now. I need you to do it first. Well, I can't do that. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. I've done it before. That's not my thing. That's not my thing. I need you do it first. I'll read a soda if you're putting me on, If you're putting me on the spot, now I'm going to put you on the spot. Well, we're an hour and 20. We're about to end. I need you to fucking... Keep on honey ice water. That's cute. I'm just gonna show can people. Do it? Can I do it? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it the whole night. Yo, let me I've, read. I've this. been watching that one button. <laughs> Jimmy's Diner is brought to you by Solita Soap, friends of Devon and myself, which is now available at Plant City. Solita is a local skincare and soap company specializing in organic products for your skin and beards. Go support a local black-owned business during the holiday season and treat yourself to some amazing stocking stuffers like Shea Butter and their amazing beard sets. Can you read this with a little bit more emotion? I never do. I'm not getting like... I never do. Ever. You want me to say something like, you will be satisfied? I'm just saying like, you know, if I'm watching this, I would change the channel. Like, oh, wow, click. You realize that no podcasters reach it with emotion. I would. No, I'm not. Especially because it gets repetitive. And then I ask her to send me a new ad at 9, and then she sends it to me at 10. Lexus is a very busy woman. Everybody's fucking busy, Devon. You just... She's running an empire right now. Okay. Solita, for your very own. How you like that? I felt like the Spanish in it, the Solita. Solita. Para ti, Solita. Shout out to that 2 a.m. live, because you would have never been here. Shout out to Woonsocket. Fuck Woonsocket, first of all. Lexus, we love Woonsocket. She just needs to get out of there. She does. She does not belong in Woonsocket. (laughs) What's worse than Woonsocket in Rhode Island? I was about to say, if we're talking about words, in I'd Rhode say Brockton. Um, I'm not going to say it. Because everyone want, everyone's going to think Pawtucket, but like, Central Falls. Fuck Central Falls. That's what's worse. I think West Warwick is the worst. I lived in West Warwick. I'm sorry, but West Warwick is the worst. I lived right across from the station fire. I don't know. Where is it? West Warwick. The station fire? not from Rhode Island. I'm not. I am NY made Jimmy. New York is fucking dirty. No, it's not. It's dirty as fuck. No, it's not. Here's a random fact about New Yorkers. If you say that New York is dirty to New Yorkers, they'll get heated and defend New York to the death. But they, in their hearts and minds, know that New York is dirty. It's dirty as fuck. I can say that. I I went to Coney Island and I was Oh, your first mistake? I was like, Coney Island is trash. Like someone asked 
like for a dollar, and I thought he was getting ready to snatch me up. I'm like, bro, Coney Island is trash. That was your first mistake. Also, I don't understand why people from New England, just people all over the world in general, I assume, they go to New York, they go to fucking, they go straight to Times Square, and then they come back and they're like, New York wasn't all that good. It's like, bro, you went to literally the most New York tourist place you could have gone to. Battery Park is beautiful. Like Battery Park. When I, I want to have sex York, at Battery Park. I fucking hate New York, so I won't go back to Battery Park, but it was nice. And you're going to call me dirty for it, but I want to have sex at Battery Park before I die. Like on having those sex stars. at Kennedy Plaza. No. That's exactly you're not going to compare Kennedy <laughs> Plaza to fucking Battery Park. There's no way. New York is like a giant Gen- Kennedy Plaza. That's all it is. I'm Get bluff. the fuck out of here. I'm being I disagree. So I'm being so serious right now. Are you... I feel like this is revenge for Mariah Carey. I'm not even lying. New York is fucking. This is revenge for Mariah Carey. I mean, if you want it to be, it can be, but I'm being so serious with you. Well, I, I, I think that that's false. <laughs> Yo. New York is fucking filthy. I, I love I New York. I, can't. I remember my father, we were going to see my great-grandmother... And mind you, sheltered kid from Cranston, I'm fucking driving in New York with my father, and I fucking see the whole fucking SWAT team jump out and fucking attack this guy on the street. I was like, please get me out of this state now. Like, I can't fucking do this. They're going to fucking come and get you next. Like, I, I can't do it. Fucking New York, there's always something going on. Fucking rat ran across my foot when we were in downtown. I can't. The rats are traumatizing. Yeah, no. That's, ano- that's another thing on my like list. The size of a cat. Yeah. Are you really not going to do the precious thing before we end? Are you not going to do it? I can't. Yeah, you it's can. not my thing. It is. It's not my thing. It is. It is not. It is. What if I say, Jimmy's Diner Show, this program is brought to you in part by viewers like you. Thank you. Sound like PBS Kids? Yes. I, I, I was waiting for it. Were you one of the kids on PBS I Kids? I wish I was. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I love PBS. Yes, All right, if you're not going to do the precious Can thing... Can you just do it? Before we wrap up, I need to tell you something s- firmly to your face. Home Alone 2 is the greatest Christmas movie it, ever made. It's negligent. It's showing white people, like, just being white people. Okay, How but it's a lot... get your kid All right, twice? How do you... Let's be, let's be real, though. You know... White people are negligent. You're 100% right when it comes to their kids. And Home Alone showed that. But you also know that when you see a white person being negligent, you laugh. It's not better than The Grinch. It is. You're not. No. It's way better. It's not. It's way better. I was literally watching it the other night, and it's like, like, no. It's so good. Like, the kid should have been shot already. It's so good. It's not. He's a genius. No, he's not. He's a fucking idiot. Fucking robbers were just dumb. That's what it was. The robbers were dumb. Had they been real fucking robbers, he would have been fucking dead. Show some respect to Joe Pesci, though. Fuck that. Fucking dumb. (laughs) Show respect to Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is like the greatest fucking actor. What? I I, I stand by it. Jim Carrey is one of the greatest actors. You said the greatest actor, and I was like, wait. One of the greatest. One of the greatest. Bro. You probably fucking think Johnny Depp's the greatest. I do. Yeah, exactly. I do. <laughs> He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not.
Who is? Now that we're saying it, Jim Carrey is. The greatest actor. Yeah, Jim this nigga is just saying actor. shit now. Jim just because of the Mariah. This is the Mariah Carey Jim revenge. No. I'm calling this podcast Fuck Mariah Carey. That's what I'm going to call I it. I will Photoshop the week your face Christmas. on every fucking Nick Cannon picture with Mariah Carey. Do it. I will. <laughs> yeah. Fucking piss me off. Yo. Oh, Wait, my who the fuck was, who was, who was going to watch today? I didn't Seth. switch it. I didn't switch it. It's going to be out in the morning. Prince is better than Mariah Carey. I mean, wow. Prince is better than Michael Jackson. That's what I had to say. Piss her off right While there. we're on the subject, like, of Home Alone and Michael Jackson, do you think that something happened between Michael Jackson you know, and Macaulay Culkin? I always feel awkward with this conversation. Nope, we're talking about it. This I is always a podcast. Feel, because you know what? Like, I like Michael Jackson. I get a lot of shit because people think I don't like him because I'm a fan of Prince. And it's like, I don't want to think he did a lot of shit that... I don't want to either. But Macaulay Culkin is is one of those people who like. So I had I we talked about this lot. Like it was me and two of my other boys. You you probably it's like one of the fucking highest listened to ones or whatever. And we had this discussion, and I t- I mentioned how like Macaulay Culkin. I don't know when it was. It was an interview a couple years back, or probably around the time of the documentary, and he straight up was like. He was one of the people who, who like, denied it. He was like, oh, Mike's, Michael's never, like, shown me that type of side or whatever. And I, and then I, I like, played, like, I don't know if it's devil's advocate, advocate or whatever, but I, in my head, and I said out loud, I was like, would Macaulay Culkin say anything? Why not? Because he was, like, he's the fucking man because he's in Home Alone 2. But he was on some shit. Exactly. That's that and was Car- my point. Not. I wasn't all right. I'm not over here saying that Macaulay Culkin's a fucking one of the greatest actors. I'm just saying the movie itself. But anyway, he, as much as I love Home Alone, as much as I love MJ, he was he went through some shit. He he was a fucking he he was a junkie for all intents and purposes. So would he say anything? I mean, a junkie? Yes, I think would just to get more attention because. More attention that you get. But him and Michael were boys, though. But you have to understand, he's using drugs, so now his mind is mentally impaired. So him getting publicity for saying, Michael Jackson touched me, now you're going to get magazine and like news coverage, which means money flow in, which means drugs. Fair. So, no, I, I don't think he did it. Okay. At least with Macaulay. Macaulay. Now, the other kids? I don't want to believe it. No grown-ass man should have kids sleeping in his bed. Yeah, that's weird. And that's where I have a hard time believing that Michael Jackson didn't do, like, anything with the kids. Because I'm like, you know, like... And for a parent, like, how do you feel comfortable with your fucking kid? I don't care how famous someone is. See... You're not sleeping with my fucking kid. That's... That's where... So, on one end, I was like... Michael, like you, sh- Michael Jackson should not have had kids in his bed, whether he did shit with them or not. On the other end, the parents of these kids speaking out as like quote unquote victims now, it's like, bro, you're not a victim. You're as bad as Michael you Jackson. You sold your kid. You knew what the fuck you were doing, and it's like I put the blame on both of them, but like Michael, like he, he did it. He did 
He did it. But you know, you know, even some Macaulay. You know who didn't do it? Who? OJ. All right. <laughs> Yo. Oh my god! If he's not gonna do it, I'm just gonna close out this podcast with this hilarious video of my boy. Because this shit's mad funny. I, I'm just waiting for you to do it, and then I'll do it. I can't do it. It's just not my fucking thing. Pull up the fucking script. I was like, what the fuck is so hot over here? Candle. What is it? Oh, is it? Yeah. I was like, I had my hand right here, and I was like, why is my hand burning? Is this my power? Why can't I find your... I'm just... I'm part of the black community, so I can't really say OJ did it right now. You can't say it. What? This thing is whispering me something. I know that. You do realize that I'm technically black. Okay, you don't accept me. That's fine. I am technically black, though. Whether you want to accept it or not. In in two ways, actually. Puerto Rican and Dominican. So I'll join you and tell you OJ didn't do it. I know that. I know that. I have coworkers who will fucking say he did it, and I'm like, yo, you gotta be careful. <laughs> like, people are listening at all times. Like, you laugh. I'll be this so is serious. the thing that's going on Instagram. This right here so is going on Instagram. You laugh. I'm afraid that people are listening. If I say that, that I can get he in trouble. He didn't. He didn't. He did not do it. All right, he did not. Okay. Because we're black. Yes. <laughs> You, you gotta you gotta be careful. I think that people be listening to me. Like I gotta close. This Yo, this second. is so good. This is great. No. <laughs> you think you get anxious over fucking being in the mall? I get anxious just talking about OJ. But why wouldn't you? He has Twitter now. You go in the fucking mirror and say that motherfucker's three. His name three. Nah. Times. All jokes aside, OJ Simpson's Twitter he is mad funny. It's so funny, dude. He's so awkward. He's literally like your fucking 48-year-old uncle who, like, shouldn't have a Twitter. Did you see when that news reporter went up to his door and he opened it and he goes, No, he didn't. A motherfucking coon. There's no other word to describe him than coon. Oh, my. I'll have to send that to you. He literally, she got scared. She said, ah. Nah, I have to look this up now. What? Interview stab. That's one of the first things that yep. comes up. Oh, my God, dude. I have his book if I did it, too. Not saying that he did it. But if he did it, hypothetically speaking. What? To an extent, taken from me. My kids don't have a mother, and people want to ignore because of their, as far as I'm concerned, either ignorance, and in many cases, Thing. You know, save your breath. So You're people. innocent. You got off. What kind of racism is that? You're free. You know what? Let me tell you something. And this and this. And Why do you go on? Because I'm talking to you. <laughs> no, I didn't. Let me start it. You can't take black people serious. So if you promise that you will not ask me another question about the case. I will never ask you again. We won't have to talk about it anymore. Just did you He's do so it? He's so aggressive. <laughs> no, I didn't. He's so After we finished filming, aggressive. OJ said to me that uh, he had a surprise well, for me, and I genuinely... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> this thing? Yes. Yo! Straight ass And I genuinely was surprised. 
I think it was his idea of a joke. And this is it. And smiles on the camera. Oh my god. But like I said, since we're on the subject of OJ, before we close it out, you're dating an Armenian, and we're talking about OJ. You think Courtney's a Kardashian? This thing is just <laughs> I'm so serious. That that lingers on my mind all the time. I'm like, there's no way. She got superpowers last night. Like, she did. She, she her OJ's her dad. OJ's her fucking okay. So she's not Armenian. A lot of people will admit it. Although my girl said that, I, I, I think she's 100% wrong, but she thinks that, I, she thinks that they were 100% Armenian and they're not, I think, no, 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 it wasn't my girl, that's a lie. My no, just their dad. Owner. Yeah, it's just the think, dad, yeah. I think, well, yeah, them. Jenner, bro, you're not gonna fucking, no. Jenner's fucking. Yeah, you're not gonna fucking be Armenian, bro, with a name like that. Caitlin? Oh. I couldn't remember if the name was Caitlyn or not. It doesn't make a thing. Yeah, I'm not going to touch that one. Nope. <laughs> he said, nope. We already went down a yeah, fucking... Yeah. That was a bad rabbit hole. Delete that one out. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Delete That's that what one out. That, that, one is, that one is going to get my black ass in trouble. But OJ didn't do it. No, and he, what he did do, though, is impregnate Kris Jenner and... Courtney, or, or, no, Chloe. Chloe's his daughter. I can't, I, I always forget that. Yeah, I, I Chloe. Chloe. She's the only one. Bro, they all look Armenian. Like, obviously, aside from the genders, they all look Armenian except for her. She doesn't look Armenian. OJ is her dad. As long as you know. I do know. As as you and know you know what else I know? OJ didn't do it. I need you to, like, pronunciate the T because you make me fucking nervous and I think people are going to break in here. O.J. Simpson did not do it. Thank you. I just didn't. <sighs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Devon will definitely return. Jimmy's Diner was brought to you in part by Weird Like You. Thank you. Oh, shit. I thought something was on fire. Don't fuck it. I thought my laptop was on fire. I thought so, too. Don't. Anyways, Jimmy's Diner was brought to you in, view, in part by viewers like you. Thank you. I should have fucking been on PBS. You I, should I do the. the you voice, should do you know? the fucking. Like I could work at Stop and Shop and be like. Can you do it? You're gonna make me play the video. Telephone call on line thirty nine. Telephone call on line thirty nine. I just say I just want to tell you that I lost shop. it when you said, and I shut my black. <laughs> you know what? Do it. <laughs> Where is it? And I had a child. I'm playing it. And what did you I, I need to watch I had it. a man. Oh no, I need to watch like that. And I had a child. <laughs> and I had to take care of both of them. <laughs> okay? Did I want Carl to touch my baby? Because <laughs> I would lay my baby. I would lay her on the side of me on this pillow. And it was pink. And it had this little white writing on it. And it had her name. Because she was precious. <laughs> and I would lay my baby on this pillow. And Carl would be laying on the other side, and then we would, you, we, would um, on the we would start doing it. And he reached over and That's he touched my movie. baby. I and feel I like asked everyone him, needs to watch I said, that Carl, movie at least 
what are you doing? Three times in their life. And he told me to shut. Not even just once. Just once. To shut my fat ass up and it was good for only digest it once. I had a man. That is a great movie. When that bitch ever stole the bucket of chicken, as I feel like. Oh my God. I can only, like. I had a man. I had a child. And I had to take care of both of them. Okay. Did I want Carl to touch my baby? Because I would lay her baby. I would lay her on this pod knee, on this pillow. And it was pink. And it had this little white writing on it, and it had her name. Because she was precious. And I laid my baby on the pillow. And then Carl would lay on, on the other side. And we, we would um, um, start doing it. He reached over. And he touched my baby. I s- asked him, I said, Carl, what are you doing? And he told me to shut, to shut my fat ass up. Good for her. I shut my fat ass up. I don't want you to sit up and judge me, Miss Weiss. <laughs> my fucking man. That is a good movie. That is a solid movie. What is it rated on Rotten Tomatoes? That does not have a good fucking I'm curious now. Yo. I'm dead. You just made my night. That's a good. I'm probably gonna go home and watch that movie now. I will not. I like I said. I can only digest. I literally think you should. I don't. I think that just like Passion of the Christ, once is enough for me because there's a lot of trauma there. It's a very. Uh, it's a heavy movie. You know what movie I laugh at that I shouldn't laugh at? It's the Black American Sniper. Have you watched What's Love Got to Do with It? Yes. I laugh every time, and I feel bad. But that limo scene fucking gets me. Because them motherfuckers came out looking a hot, funky mess. You know what I laugh at? Mariah Carey's career. Still has more viewers than you. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I would hope. I'm going to go home and realize that now. No, you're not. Don't you're fucking not talk gonna, like you're that. You're not going to keep talking about Mariah Carey here. This has been episode 52 featuring my boy, Devon, The Rock Johnson. You don't like the rock. No. You don't like the rock. No. You don't like the rock. And this shit. You don't like the ro- no. Shit. You need to answer that question. I don't before. like WWE. Why? It's fucking fake wrestling. All right, we need to have a conversation. When the, now I'm offended for real. All right. I used to like it. I have this conversation with Polly all the time. I can't watch it. Why? It's fucking fake. It's not entertaining to me. Ever since my dad ruined it for me, I just can't. I look at it. and I'm like, wow, this is really the corniest. Precious is fake. You watch it. Seems more realistic than wrestling. Mm, it's it about happen. the same level. No, no, that shit happens. I mean, Sorry, niggas, niggas break their bones and shit, and who in wrestling really breaks their bones? Mad people over the years, like literally mad people per year. Actually, oh my fucking fist flies right by your fucking nose, or how it hits you. That shit's <sighs> it's dumb. All right, like, grow up.
you're I'm 20, stressed out 27 now. years old fucking watching fucking you know Christmas tights, is in a few days you just fucked up my you just fucked rubber up. boots and you're still fucking watching right, that I'm, you might I'm, as well fucking watch fucking crack kids and KP dance around grow up my name is get the fuck out of here